welcome to Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. This is season five, and I'm your host, Teresa Cooper. We all heard the phrase, you did the crime, now do the time. We're gonna have two ladies that did the crime and they did the time, and now they're gonna share with us life after incarceration. Are you ready to have a conversation? Let's go. season five. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper. This is Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. And today I've got my co-host. I'm here and we are ready for you. We're going to have a good time. Yes, we are. We're so excited that this is the opening episode for season five. And we've got a wonderful table here today. We have Crystal Hooks. Hello. Crystal, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a employee at the work with the Department of Veterans Affairs, a wife, a mom, and uh, work with the college and career at my wonderful church, New Creation Family Church. All right, yes. so works with the Veterans Affairs. Yes. And then today we have, for the very first time, I want to introduce Miss Stephanie Rogers. Hi. Hi, Stephanie. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, I'm Stephanie Rogers. I'm from Shreveport, Louisiana. I'm a mother yes. of three, two adult daughters, and an eight-year-old. I'm the executive housekeeper at Hampton Inn. All right. That's good. Hospitality industry. All right. (laughs) Well, we got a wonderful table here today. And before we start, we've got to talk about our cup. So our cup today says we... We're all in this together. together. We're all in this together. The ladies have our Sister Friends logo cup. And as we start this season five, life has been uh, rough. Uh, mm-hmm. We've had many transitions mm-hmm. uh, personally in many of our lives. We've had many transitions mm-hmm. uh, within the country. But I want you to know that we are better when we stay together That's right. and when all we right. support each other. And so we are all in this together, ladies. Yes. You're not alone. We're cheering right. for you. Yes. And we're glad to, that you joined us for season five. Yay. Yes. All right. So uh, today, like I said, we have a wonderful table. This is our our season five, Kathy. Yes. Our first episode. <laughs> and, that, and it was strange because we really had to fight to get here. Yes. yes. With the weather, yes. the COVID. So we here. Absolutely. We're still standing. We're still yeah. standing yes. and we're standing together. That's right. Yes. That's the exciting part. Yes. And so come on, grab your, your, your coffee, your tea, your drinks. Uh, you know, call a friend, click a friend, share, like. Uh, join us today. We're going to have a conversation. I've been wanting to talk about uh, life after incarceration mm-hmm. um, and what it looks like and how we can support those um, that have been incarcerated. And so today we're going to take an intimate look on what it looks like uh, after you've done the time, um, right. h- how to be, you know, to be re-entry back into society, yes. back into your family, mm-hmm. back into the workplace. This is a necessary conversation. Yes. Yes, Ladies, um, wouldn't you say, I think all of us in some way have been touched by the prison uh, industry, yes. um, by uh, law enforcement, mm-hmm. uh, by 
you know, with corrections, it, it, it's either an uncle, a brother, right. yeah. a son, a cousin, mm -hmm. a neighbor. That's we right. all know someone um, that's been touched by uh, the prison system. And so it's a conversation that we have to, mm -hmm. an ongoing conversation yeah. right. that we, we have to continue to have. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we want to take a few minutes and we're going to ask these ladies uh, to tell us their story. Uh, Miss Crystal, how did you find yourself at this table and why? Well, uh, I was 19 and worked at a department store okay. and was trying to do the whole hookup thing. Okay. And, you know, kind of got caught, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I did 90 days. Um, mm -hmm. I was in the uh, county for 90 days, and um, I think that uh, that was it for me. Uh -huh. um, but the hardest part for me was not being with my daughter for her first uh, yeah. Christmas. I missed okay. her first Christmas due to being in jail. So um, that's how I ended up doing time. Okay. And so, um, but I do have a felony. So yes. it, it was like, even afterwards, it still follows you and you still yes. are paying for things five years down yeah. the road that you did, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, five, six, years seven ago. years ago. Right. So you so. were, were you a young adult, like in your I 20s? was about 24. Okay, 24. 24. Yeah, wow. so I was young. I was young. Yeah, mm -hmm. at, at the very beginning of... Uh, your adulthood. Exactly. As you were trying to figure out how mm -hmm. to adult. Exactly. Uh, you made a bad decision. Yeah, exactly. Wow. And so, and you did the time, mm -hmm. but now you have a, what they would call a stain yeah. on your record yeah. that you're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, in in the beginning, it was it was really difficult because it's like if you put down that you have a felony, nobody wants to hire. That's yeah. right. And then if you don't put it down, then they look at it as you falsified information or you lied. Right. And so one of my biggest things um, that I made up in my mind that once I got out that I would not be defined by the decision that I made, right. by the choice that That's I made. Good. And so I made the decision to go back to college and thank God I've never had to do fast food restaurants. God has always blessed mm -hmm. me with good jobs. But um, I remember remember when I got a really good job before um, it came back on my record after working there like five months and they let me go. Oh, wow. And so, you know. So they hired you. Mm -hmm. You were qualified. Mm -hmm. You were doing well on the five job. Months. But then five months later, they found out exactly. that you had a felony. Mm -hmm. And let me go. They let you so, go. So let me ask a question. How long does a felony last? Say, for instance, for you. Uh huh. Well, they said that it only comes up uh, ten, for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So 10 years after. You know, like you do a yeah, crime, it only yeah. shows up for 10 years. So now when I go and I apply for a job, um, I don't even think that it comes up anymore. Yeah. I don't even have to put it down. But do you, so, every state's different. Right. Okay. The yeah. laws are different yeah. in each state. You check every state. Yeah. Because, right. you know, when you're filling out an application, mm -hmm. I know there has to be that struggle. If you're watching, we're talking mm -hmm. about uh, life after incarceration. This is season five of Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Um... Do you, you have to have that struggle where you maybe five years, 10 years have passed mm -hmm. and you're filling out a job application or a homeowner's or a renter's application mm -hmm. and it simply says, do you have a felony? Mm -hmm. right. And then you have to decide at that moment, right. you're going to trust God a lot. Years, <laughs> right, am I going to tell the truth, be <laughs> right, right or right. am I going to, well, it's been 10 years or it's been 20, so I'm not going to. Because it doesn't ask you when was your last felony. Right. It asks it's, you, have you ever had? Mm -hmm. And that, and, see, and, that and I don't like so, that question. Man, and that seems yeah. so extreme to me. You was doing a hookup. Okay, it's mm -hmm. wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. But 10 years of felon? Uh-huh. 
to where you can't hardly survive with a good paying job. Right. Ten years for that. Right. And I, I know everybody have to pay for, you know, exactly. their indiscretions of what they mm -hmm. do. But that to follow you for ten years because you're trying to be get a hookup to your friends or whatever, uh -huh. that's out of the question. Yeah. 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 So how did you deal with well, for me, I just made up my mind, like I said a minute ago, that I would not be defined by the decisions that I made. Mm -hmm. And so I made the decision to go back to school. Mm -hmm. And I really, honestly, and I know this sounds cliche, but I really trusted God. Yes, That's right. I really, yeah. really trusted God. And it was, there were times where I would fill out an application and I would say, okay, do I want to do this? And the Holy Spirit would say, I got you. Yeah. Right. You know, and I have always been blessed with really good jobs. And so it was nothing but God. So that's why I tell people, even though you've made that decision, it's up to you. Yes. You you can you can do better. You that's can be good. better. That's but good. you have to make up in your mind. And then when you go in and you carry yourself in a certain way, that's, oh, you know, I, I'm going to give this person a chance. Right. And so, and I know for me, since I moved to Louisiana, when I did fill out an application, it said, have you been convicted of a felony? felony. But then it asked for uh, violence or like a sexual assault. Okay. See, that's what that, that, so that, yeah, that's yeah. that makes a difference because yeah. then I can honestly say no yes. right. in the yes. last 10 years. Yes. Right. And they yes. asked for about the last 10 yes, years. That's good. So, so you really yeah. have to be up to date with each state's mm -hmm. laws and, mm -hmm. and the requirements. So, Ms. Stephanie, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you found yourself at this table. I'm excited to have you. Thank you. Um, I When Ms. Teresa, mm -hmm. you text me, well, you inbox me. Yes. And normally, because I don't know how to work social media that well, <laughs> um, I try not to even be on social media. Yeah. I was like, hmm. I thought about it, and I said, well, let me give her a call. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I'm a person, I live by my word. If I tell yeah. you I'm going to do something, I'm mm -hmm. going to do it. So I knew that somebody somebody that trusted me mm -hmm. had referred me to you mm -hmm. because yes. I'm real private about mm -hmm. my past. Yes. Right. Because yes. right. I'm like Krista. I, I put it in my mind. I'm going to do better. Mm -hmm. Nothing is going to stop yes. me. So for me, it's kind of hard for me to even talk about that, like what I've been through. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's my past now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I right. finally got to a point where it's my past. Right. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I'm different from Crystal when it comes to doing time. Mm -hmm. I did 19 and a half years in and out of prison. Mm -hmm. My first time, I was gone for 12 years. Well, actually, it started with me being a juvenile because I went to the juvenile detention center oh, when okay. I was 15, and that was the start of it. I'm the oldest of four children, and I kind of went from shoplifting Hooking up yeah. with mm -hmm. the friends yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. to survival mode. Hey, me and my sisters and brothers gonna have the best of everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My mother and father both were. My dad was like in and out of my life. He was on drugs. My mother was on drugs. So I pretty much was the mother in my house. Okay. okay. My grandmother was 60 when I was born, so you can imagine when I got 20, she was 80. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. But she yeah. raised me and she instilled some good things in me. However, I, I, you know, when you're doing wrong, you don't think right. that That's right. you're right. doing wrong. I, I'm thinking Survival. I'm surviving. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Like so, I can understand Crystal. I know I'm. A, I'm just surviving. I'm not. Even though I know this is wrong unconsciously, but however, yeah. I'm gonna do what I gotta do to survive. Mm. That's yeah. right. I went, it went from shoplifting to selling yeah. drugs. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And after doing 12 years, I got out. 
Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to give me a job. I'm going to go to school because I could always do hair. And I did. When I got out in 2005, I graduated from Guy's Academy. I started oh, doing I went to Guy's Academy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're a right. right. <laughs> I started doing hair. I was in the shop. However, doing hair was a trigger for me. Okay. It was fast money. Right. It was yeah, interacting yeah. with the same yeah. type of people. Yeah. Yes. You attract those same type of right. people. Beauty that, school got some interesting right. people. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. So, and the money just wasn't fast enough for me, so I went back to selling drugs. Okay. So, after that, I went back. I stayed out, like, almost two years that time. I went back for violation. Okay. Did my violation, did two years then, got out, tried to get a job. Well, I'm going to get out and give me a real job this time. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, this, this just ain't working for me. However, the real job I ran into, I'm like, Krista, either you lie about it or mm-hmm. you tell the truth. Because I always, in, in reentry, they tell you to put willing to discuss. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. When they ask right. you that question, okay. they tell you don't lie about it. Yeah. However, when people see that, when employees see that, they automatically push you to the yeah. side. Like, that's, that's, really yeah. push you to the side. But mm-hmm. you said, oh, I'm sorry. You said something very interesting when you were saying that um, you started out stealing because you were the oldest. That was kind of like the same situation. I was the oldest and, you know, kind of didn't have a lot growing up. Right. So reflecting back, I used to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I would go to the store and steal gum, go to school, sell it for 25 Girl, cents to make too. my lunch money. You me know what too. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it does, it only escalates. Because you don't get caught. You don't so get caught. You just right. go exactly. to the next level, the next level, right. the next level. Right. I get it. And it's levels to that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you go from, okay, now I can feed my sisters and brothers. We eat chicken. Now we can eat steaks. It goes from one. Yeah. Especially when you're the oldest. I don't know. I'm not racial. But in black people, they instill in the oldest child. You are to take care of your sisters and brothers. Yes, yes. that's true. However, it robs the older child from being a child. That's yes. right. And mm-hmm. until I got older, like almost 40, I realized I never had a childhood. Yeah. I didn't get to run, jump, and play because wow. I was always the mother. I got right. to make sure everybody that was taken. Everybody yeah. was okay from right. grandmother mm-hmm. on down. Yeah. And this last, so I got out back selling, back selling drugs, back having the things that you strive, that people strive for, night, big old house, all these cars, this and that. Mm -hmm. However, I got busted again in 2010. Mm -hmm. But in the midst of me getting busted, I get out on bun, on a $300,000 bun. I'm saying to myself, I got to do something different. Yeah, yeah. I I got to do something different. So I, um, a police officer, asked me to go to my neighborhood school and talk to a group of girls oh. that was getting in trouble. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, man, I don't want to be bothered with these kids. I got my own problems. Here I am, I'm out on a $300,000 bond. What am yeah. I going to do? Which way am I going to go? Here I am finna lose all my stuff again because yeah. you know you're going back to prison because once you get in the system and you got one felony, mm. there, especially here in the state of Louisiana, yeah. You're going back every That's time right. after that. It's mm-hmm. no probation after that. Wow. Like, you're going back. Once you go in the system that first time, you get in trouble again, you're going back. Do you believe that is... you go back because they make it hard? The, the system's set up to almost to help you to fail because of the, the, the requirements of 
of probation or no, what makes you what, what's I the mean, thing that makes you go back? You go back because you resort back to what you want to mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Okay. Or what yeah. you know. You and there's consequences stronger. behind yeah. it. And, yeah. and it is an internal yeah. war. And it is. people yeah. it is. don't wow. talk it about is. it and it's it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Especially when you can't find that job. Right. Exactly. When you get out you and you know how to get out there and hustle. You. And so you don't know fight. you know how to right. get out there and do and it. Money. And, <laughs> and I believe that most people who get out, at least people I know and my family members, they got out and wanted to do right. 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 But when you wanted. go back to those places, no, we can't hire you. You're failing. Yes. You've been in this. You've been in that. Yes. So then they get an old friend that come in. Come on, you can make yep. this quick money. And then they back where they were. Right. And sometimes it ain't even an old friend is... Your mindset. Your mindset. It's your mindset. I got to do what I got to do to survive. Even though you be knowing, if I get caught, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. So for me, um, when I I started, when I went to the school and I started dealing with those girls. Yeah. And it was these two particular girls that reminded me of me. Oh. My change started to come. That's good. And I, I, I knew, like, even when I had, when I got sentenced in 2012, I was okay with going back to do my five years because I knew I knew I was different then. Right, your mind was already yeah, my made mind up. was already made up. Yeah. So I, I went and I went to work release. I hated work release. Mm. I hated it. They take sixty five percent of your money, sixty five percent out of a dollar, and I couldn't wrap my mind around. I'm gonna go to work at McDonald's all these hours. <laughs> Uh-huh. Only to bring home twenty five dollars a yeah. week, yeah. And that was my point when yeah. I said, "Do they make it yeah. hard Harder, for you?" Yeah. Because you know, I was um, just like, right. I kept saying they could send me back to prison. Yeah, I would yeah. be j- just fine in prison because, especially, I was comfortable with prison because I had been there so many years and wow, and, and I knew how to survive. And I, I was blessed with a mother. I got a mother that if once she got off drugs and everything. Mm-hmm. If she had a dollar, she's going to give me 75 cents of it for me mm. to be okay. But I, I, I think that another thing is um, your mindset, yeah. as, we were, as we were discussing. Because I remember when I was in there, I read a book by Rick Warren called The Purpose Driven Life. Oh, yeah, yes. I had the same And book. I read that book, and he said, your commitment can develop you or they can destroy you. Right. It was mm, talking about good. character development. Right. And that was one of my favorite chapters. So I really think that anyone that wants to get out and if they really want to be rehabilitated, you can. I mean, you really can. And I know that people say, well, you have to have a support system. That is true. But if your mind is made up yeah, and your will to succeed is stronger than anything that you've endured, you're going to succeed. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to succeed. That. And yeah. you know I agree with Crystal because even with me doing wrong, I had already put it in my mind. Yeah. I'm going to succeed at selling drugs. I'm not going to be one that's going to sell a few little rocks and, and got this. I put it in my mind, no, I'm going to have the big house. I'm mm-hmm. going to have the big cars, the nice jewelry, mm-hmm. and that's where my mind took me to. And I agree with Crystal on that. When I read a book, in prison, the battlefield of the mind. Uh-huh. Yeah, Joyce Myers. Joyce Myers. Yes. It's in your mind. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, my change had already came this time. And I knew, I said, you know what? Going back to prison is not an option for me. Going back to hustling is not an ho- option for me. I literally said that aloud to myself every single day until it got down in my spirit and down yeah. in my soul. That was not an option for me. Mm-hmm. If I had Everybody to get out and work at McDonald's, 
to make it work for me, and I've learned that it's not what you have, it's how you maintain it. Right, that's good. I got out, mm -hmm. I, I was like, and when I got out, I went to several places that didn't hire me because of my mm -hmm. criminal history. Mm -hmm. And you I, you do have to have a support system. You do yeah. have to have mm -hmm. sisters and friends. Right. Yes. Right. You do have to have somebody to embrace you, because you're going to have some hard days where mm -hmm. you want to give up. Right, but, but what when I that's not around. But when that's not around, exactly. right. right. But what I exactly. hear you saying, that's most important, and if you're watching, uh, Ms. Crystal's done, uh, you said 90 days, 90 days. in um, mm -hmm. county jail, and Ms. Stephanie, three times. Mm -hmm. uh, a total of 19 and a half years. A total of 19 and a half years, mm -hmm. and she started as a juvenile, and um, but she woke up. Yeah. And at the point, the wake up came mm -hmm. um, when she was invited to talk to to, to a, a group of young girls at a school, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. she saw two girls that she saw herself right mm -hmm. in in those two girls, and that began to wake up right. the purpose in, in you. my life. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Mm -hmm. and, and I have no regrets about anything I've been through. Yeah, any because it got you to this point. Right, and exactly. I, I run into people all the time. Mm -hmm. This like down and out. I'm like, look, mm -hmm. baby, I used to be you. Yeah, yes. that's good. And mm -hmm. I, I'm telling you, at McDonald's, in the grocery stores, anywhere, because you just don't never know what God has for you. Yeah, yeah. And I can honestly say, when I went and got my job at the Hampton Inn, I I called my friend and I said, Hey, Jawan, we was roommates in in work release, and I said, Jawan, I need a job, and she said. Ah, she bust out <laughs> laughing because in work, she know I would always say, girl, I'm going back to prison. I don't have time for this. I'm going back. I'm not going to work for these people. Juwan, they take all our money. That is crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm going back, Juwan. I'm going back. And, and she was like, okay, come on. And I was like, okay, I'm coming. But I still was worrying in my mind. Right. Like, mm -hmm. is this something that I really want to do? Mm -hmm. So she called me the next day. Well, what happened, Stephanie? I was like, I'm coming, Juwan. Yeah. She said, no, I'm going to come get you. Wow. You got to come to work. She right. said, everything that you told me in work release, I made it work for me. Because she um, had doubted, like, she would always say, how am I going to get a call? I said, girl, they get calls away now. It is, it's not like it used to be a long time ago. She's like, how am I going to get a job? I say, I promise you, you got too much faith in God. He's going to give, make way for you not to, because she never lived a hustling life. Right. I said, girl, he would never fail you, Juwan, even with me hustling. I would say, Lord, please don't let me get caught with all this dope. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, I'm friend, I love your honesty, Lord. That's the truth. <laughs> I, I'm, I can remember. Listen, I can Hanging remember. Real. That's the real. That was I real. can remember yes. walking through the airport saying, God, yes. please don't let these yeah. people stop exactly. me at this checkpoint. Exactly. I can remember driving yeah. through Border Patrol, praying over the vehicle mm -hmm. before I got there, actually getting out because my grandmother had instilled that in me. But that's the beauty of it. You were still his. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I would pray and I would touch, touch the, the car yeah. and be like, God, please don't let them stop this car. So I have always prayed. And I, I told you once, so I, she, the next day, I, I said, let me go by here and see. And I went by and she, she said, I need somebody in the laundry. She said, Stephanie, it's a lot of work. I ain't going to even lie to you. I said, girl, it's a lot of work in doing wrong, Juwan. Yeah. I, I just have to use the... Re you have to reverse right. your mentality. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. I said, girl, all the energy, the days and nights, I stayed up hustling, Hustle. Juwan. Oof. 
That's a full-time job. It is. And to deal with so <laughs> many people and to still lose my stuff, girl, I don't care. I just gotta I just gotta do it. I gotta suck it up and I gotta do it. Yeah. And I started in the laundry and I've been there now almost three years. Okay. I'm so the executive you over. You Housekeeping, away. and she's okay. the assistant manager. Wow. And I always tell you, I, I re remember this time last year, I told you when I called her, I said, girl, I got to tell you something. Something is really nagging me. And she was like, what's different? I said, Miss um, Karen going to lose her job. She was the assistant manager. Juwan said, don't say that. I said, Juwan, I love her to death. We all cool. We all sisters and friends. I said, but I know the difference. The Holy Spirit told me that. Mm -hmm. I said, God finna transform you. You gonna be the assistant manager? She was like, Stephanie, no, I don't. I said, Juwan, let me tell you something. He watched every step you took. He watched every step we make. He know our hearts. And she was like, and I said, at first I wasn't gonna tell you because everybody can't receive right, that. Yeah. Right. And I right. said, but Juwan, I can't hold it. And I said, girl, he, he also told me that my father was gonna die. And then my mother was gonna be sick again. And she was like, Stephanie, I said, <laughs> she was like, girl, you go to prison and ran you crazy. I'd say, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, so promotion Just, comes from the Lord. It right. does. And, and he orders your steps. And he orders your steps. When you trust yeah. him and when you surrender, and I can remember while getting out of prison, and I was like, Lord, I, I don't have that fear this time. Yeah. I said, I just gotta trust you. And I honestly can say, I got everything crystal that from working, the same stuff that I had from hustling. Wow. I don't have to worry Look about nobody yeah. taking it. Right. I yeah. can remember when I kept crying Ted and Juwan, I said, girl, <laughs> I got to give me a call, but I'm not going to put it in nobody's name. I'm not going to work. <laughs> yeah, the, no Lord, and the Lord. And make yeah. nobody else credit good. I'm not going to do it. And the Lord provided for you. So what he did is he showed you that he could bless you. <laughs> Let me tell right. you, and he asked <laughs> yeah. me, I was praying, and he said, what kind of car you want? Plain as that, I said, well, I'll take the little SRX Cadillac truck. Because you know, when you used to big things, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. it's hard right. to. I guess I had humbled myself long enough. So I called an old friend, and he said, uh, I'm not in Shreveport no more, Stephanie. I'm the general manager at the um, or Texarkana or. Okay. He said, but come on up here, and let me see what I can do. And he see. worked it out for you. I got there, he said, because when I was hustling, I always pay my bills. Not thinking nothing on terms of credit, mm -hmm. but because mm -hmm. black people mm -hmm. don't teach you that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's very important, and it, it needs to be taught mm -hmm. at a young age. Did you guys hear that? Mm -hmm. It needs Stephanie to be said. taught at a young age. Credit needs mm -hmm. to be taught at, at a, a young, young age. age. Yes. And mm -hmm. he said, Stephanie, you got an 804 credit score. Shut up. Wow. Hey, baby. <laughs> you can get wow. anything that you want. <laughs> I didn't even guy. know. Didn't did I know? know. Right. Yes. I didn't even know what he was talking about, but I was too embarrassed to tell him that. Oh, right. He said... I said, what? I called my mama. I said, Steve said I got an 804 credit score. My mom said, girl, you can get anything in the world you want. Yeah. He, I said, how much I got to put? He said, pick your car out. I picked it out. He said, I'm going to have it delivered to you, but I'm going to wow. give you a demo truck till we can get it because it was in another state and they went and got it. Wow. And he brought it to me. And the favor I, of God. I'm telling you, girl. The he sun, worked it out. Yeah. He was proving to you yeah. that the so blessings now that come to I you try in the to right embrace, uh, especially ex felons. Yeah, that's because good. it's discouraging when you get out. Yeah, mm -hmm. a lot of people because we think I'm grown that I can't express to you, Miss Teresa. 
I'm afraid. Yeah. Right. I'm frustrated. Yeah. I can't right. get a job. I need some help. Right. We as adults, those are things that we don't express. Right. Mm-hmm. So and we have needed. to make our, our, our needs known. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have to be able to mm-hmm. co- communicate to mm-hmm. our whatever our community is. You know, there's a um a saying that I wrote down. It says when it comes to God, we can't run out of we can't run out of second chances. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Only out of time. That's, That's good. good. So we got to, you know, uh, maximize the time that we have mm, and know that right. God will always give us um, a second chance. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, as you can see, these ladies have uh, amazing oh, stories sure. and just um, have a lot to, <laughs> to share um, with us concerning their experience. And uh, one of the things that um, I know that you brought up was about having your mind made up. Right. And that's mm-hmm. so important. Yeah. Um, the, the obstacles are going to be out yeah. there. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And as a community, we're getting better. Yes. Wouldn't you say, Kathy? Right. Yes. We're getting better at providing more opportunities right. um, for those that are, um, you know, coming out of yeah. um, prison. Um, but even as we're getting better, it has to first start with Self. With the self, with that, right. with that person right. having the made-up mind. Mm-hmm. And then also trusting in God. That's yes. it right there. If you survive, because there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that go into prison and they never come out. Survive. And That's they right. don't survive, don't you know. Survive. And so if you survive, yeah. you know, 90 days, if you survive 19 and a half years, that means that God has something. There's more right. life for you. That's right. right. Mm-hmm. And that he has That's something right. for you to accomplish. And so, um, Kathy, is there something you would like to add? I would just like to say that was a powerful story of redemption. Just powerful. You know, in scripture, um, in James, and it talks about um, James 127, it says, religion that God our Father accepts as pure and faultless Mm -hmm. is this, to look after the orphans, the widows and their and those who are in their distress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pure religion. Yeah. You yeah. know, our yeah. religion think we could just do these different works. Right. Right. But it's people that who have been through mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. that we go out and we give that hand to. That's true religion. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um what one of the biggest obstacles, let me just ask both of you this mm-hmm. before, because we're getting to the end of our um, episode here. What was one of the biz- biggest obstacles you had to overcome? Forgiving myself. Forgiving yourself. Forgiving myself. That's How long did it mm-hmm. take you to walk that out? To uh, get past that? Probably about five years. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I had children. Yeah. So yeah. So it that just was changed the, the dynamic. Thing. It did. Yeah. It did. And That's I had good. to do that uh, because I was like, I never want my kids to go through what I went through. I don't Absolutely. want them to make the same mistake. So. Okay. Miss mm-hmm. Stephanie, what was your biggest obstacle? Forgiving myself. Because my girls was two and five when I first mm-hmm. started. They, okay. they was teenagers when I got back. And I went through that repeated cycle mm-hmm. with them. Right. And I even when they would get mad, oh, you you didn't raise us. And, you know, and I would try to, even now, I find myself working or they'll call me. Or, no, they ain't going to call. They're going to text. Hey, mom, can you cash at me such and such? Uh, and I, I find myself doing it. But I have to stop and say, hey, look. I didn't give y'all all materialistic. Right. I've given you all that a mother could give. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And ain't nothing or nobody gonna take me back mm-hmm. to that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I live by that. Nothing or nobody. Because yeah. you, you kind of feel guilty, so yeah. you yeah. do more. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't yeah. overcompensate. Except you. Yeah. Right. You know, I'm, yeah. I am mm-hmm. your mother, but hey, I've, I've done 
Yeah, I'll I got paid my debt to society. Yeah, and I'm not telling myself, so at peace, if God uh, caught me home right now, it, it is well with my soul. Yes, Amen. and that's a beautiful that's thing. It is well yeah. with my soul. You know, Matthew 6 and 15 says, but if you do not forgive others their mm-hmm. trespasses, neither will your father mm-hmm. forgive mm-hmm. you of your trespasses. And we just heard these ladies say the biggest obstacle um, that they had to overcome was forgiving themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that scripture, you know, I'm sure um, had to uh, marinate within your spirit Mm -hmm. that I don't just have to forgive others, but I I first have to forgive myself. Forgive myself. And so uh, this has been a great conversation. I know that you were inspired. (laughs) I know that you were blessed. And uh, look up these ladies on their um, social media platforms. Send them questions. Just celebrate them as they continue uh, to live free and liberated in every area of their lives because there is life after incarceration. Thank you and God bless. Don't forget, Something to Sip On is next. Thank you for joining us for season five. This was a great episode. Stephanie and Crystal shared powerful stories of redemption. Be sure to follow us across all of our social media platforms. And don't forget to join us next Wednesday at 12 Central Time for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. Don't forget, Something to Sip On is next. This is Something to sip on. The first thing I want to say is this was an episode. Yes, it was good. <laughs> and it I want to say, see their humanity. Mm-hmm. Don't just see their past, uh, their prison time, but mm-hmm. see their humanity. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 4 and 32 says, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one mm-hmm. another as God in Christ forgave you. That's sip good. on that. Miss Stephanie, right. what are you sipping on? I know where I've been. But I never know where I'm going. I live by that. Yes. All right. I know where I've been. But I don't know where I'm going. Uh-huh. And I live by and that. And you live by that. Yeah. I know right. where you've been. Yes. But you never know where you're going. Yes. That's good. Have faith. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Crystal. So I am sipping on just because you made a mistake doesn't mean you have to pay for it the rest of your life. Okay. That's right. 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 And I'm going to sip on, let me say this, redemption. I would say is a reward from God. Oh, yes, it is. Beautiful. Yes, it is. Thank you. Right. Be blessed.